No, go ahead, talk. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. TheWordBros.com. Welcome to another edition of Word Bros. I'm yeah, yeah, buddy, my name is Bob, and we write comics together, and we do this podcast together as well. But today we're talking to a fantastic, fantastic young man. Well, Bob's mostly talking to a fantastic but Yeah, Kevin shows up at, towards the end of it, because yeah, chi- these chips don't put themselves on the shelves, baby. <laughs> work, work these calls. chips don't put themselves on the shelves. So, yeah, it's like talk- comics yep. don't put themselves on the show. We're talking to our main man, Jonathan Thompson. He's got a book, The Killer in the Dead of the Night, which is live on Kickstarter right now. And you can hear him tell us all about that. And his dad, his dad was a baker, Kevin. Oh, wow. Yeah, you missed all the baking tips. You got to listen to the podcast. You can hear how to make the perfect New York bagel. I mean, I'm not on it, so I should listen to most of it then. What we'll do is maybe we'll put the recipe at the end of the blog, like they'd be doing online, where it's like you got to hear about <laughs> this motherfucker's grandma from 800 years ago. And then it takes six weeks to actually get to the recipe. We're going to do that. That's what we're doing right now. We're stalling until we get to the good stuff about the bagels. We're, we're baking the podcast is what we're yes. doing, Bob. It's not done yet. The podcast is in the oven right now. Yeah, we're going to stick a fork in it and make sure we can pull the fork out and it's clean. So yeah, so check this out. Uh, it's a good interview. It's a good guy. Jonathan Thompson, his book again is called The Killer in the Dead. We have a very special guest with us. His name is... I'm hearing myself twice. I apologize. Let me mute right there. Uh, His name is Jonathan Thompson. He is a writer and creator of many fine comic books. And I didn't even realize this until I saw your bio. You did that Game of Doubles Kickstarter that came out recently, yes? I did. That's awesome. I I was fascinated by the the concept of that and i think it just speaks to comics and the wonderfulness of it that you were doing a i think i even backed the book that you were doing a, a kickstarter about tennis playing brothers like it's so niche and yeah. so kind of high concept did they like solve crimes or some shit like that no it's uh it's it takes place at their 50th birthday party okay there's their twin brothers one was a tennis star back 35 years ago who's kind of like bitter and resentful of the past that he left behind. Uh-huh. Bites his brother into the bathroom to go do cocaine. Ah. One of the vials is pure cocaine and the other is rat poison. So you kind of see the, you see, through the comic, it flashes back between the game that ended his career and kind of the, you know, the back and forth between the brothers. That's until fun. One of, until one of them dies because we have double-sided endings. Yes. So that was the most fun. That was, that was a fun book. Yeah. It just, it was such a great concept and I really liked it, but I think it speaks to the strength of creators on Kickstarter that like you can find an audience, 
because, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm disparaging the book at all, but if you pitch that to a publisher, they're going to be like, meh. Especially, and I'm again, and I mean this no disrespect, it's like if that was a book from a more well-known creator, or if, like if Chip Zdarsky pitches that book, then like, yeah, we're taking this, but... People will take it, but... Exactly, but I mean, but it was such a, it's such a bold and kind of daring idea for you to come up with that I, I was really jazzed about it so i just wanted to to say congratulations on that it was a really great idea yeah you know it it's the kind i kind of focus on things that could only be comics uh-huh. i know a lot of people you know not to disparage anyone they do a lot of like ip based stuff you know netflix pitches and comics things that could go in every different direction and I just want to do stuff that can only be comics. That makes sense. And then to like do this one, it was like the spark of an idea. I hooked up with Ryan Tavares, the artist, who I met him because he did like Conan the Barbarian based style comics, Nomads. Okay. And he said, you want to do a tennis comic? And I said, yes, I want to do a tennis comic. That's awesome. And then it was tough to kind of sell that to people because they just see tennis comic and they're like, what is this weird thing? Yeah, but I mean, because and, and you also think, too, like, oh, it's a tennis comic. Okay, this is going to be an all-ages book about a, a girl who's not so great. Not. At, yeah, but it's definitely not. I mean, there's, like, cocaine involved in yeah. stuff. And, like, it was just such a really great idea. Yeah, it's it's a fun book. And it's a, it's the kind of book that can only be a comic. You know, like um, we we went with the Stray Bullets eight panel grid. Uh-huh. I wanted to be able to just stick to a form that I could bounce back between the past and the present and really play with the rhythm of the panel structure. Okay. That was, uh, you know, there. every page is almost a double page spread in that sense. Because That's awesome. Because of how everything bounces around. And I'm really, it's a wonderful little book. Very proud of it. I'm drinking. It's almost like it could be like a continuation in my own head canon to me. This is this is what happens to the bomber in Royal Tenenbaums after after the film. You know, I'm so like it's got like a Wes Anderson vibe to it. And I was really just jazzed on it. I'm really happy that you were able to to get that thing done. So congratulations to you. You got that baby just over the line. I mean, I mean, who cares? That's how these things go. Yeah, like who cares how far over the line yeah. you get as long as you get over the line. Nobody's going to look back and go, well, his Kickstarter only funded 101%, and it doesn't matter. Exactly. You funded. Who, who cares yeah. how many percentages you are over, you know? It's, you know, it's also like a fun process, the whole Kickstarter thing. Is it fun? It, really? Is it? In a sick way, it is. You know, I my first the first book i did tales from the dead astronaut uh-huh. a year ago and me and the artist george luis gabata we just kind of put this thing together i printed out 200 copies of this like digest size book and i just sold it through my website and we got some traction there but not enough that kind of that kickstarter brand brings yes, yes. I feel there's it. so much more of a community mm-hmm. so it's so much easier to click that to back than to click someone's website i don't get it but that's just the way it's been but that was a really fun experience and then that one like i was saying to you earlier we got picked up by source point press nice source point press is doing a lot of cool stuff man a lot of cool stuff so this wednesday when you go to your comic shop thumb through the previews it's right there and uh you can you can pre-order that one that's very (laughs) um like mobius heavy metal style it's an anthology, but all the stories carry over through each issue. Okay. 
they 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 each have a satisfying conclusion for each part okay and then as a whole i just think it's a wonderful now what's what's the name of this book that's in previews right now through source point press this is tales from the dead astronaut there you go okay that's awesome it's a fun one that's cool and then from there i did my now when you say tales from the dead astronaut do you mean like are these tall tales that people are telling like i imagine it's just a Um, bunch of people it is a dead astronaut floating through space telling you the things that he's seen ah. and also having things happen to him as well. So he's almost like a Crypt Keeper kind of vibe? A Crypt Keeper kind of vibe, but he has his own storyline that goes through all three issues too. That's cool. After every story, you kind of bounce back to him. So we have, um, that's the main structure. And then there is Prince of Steel, which is kind of like a megalomaniac Iron Man story. Okay. Then there is the star, which is about a shape-shifting rock star. Nice. Okay. And then there is um, another world, which is about kind of these uh, monks that live on a tree in space looking for a home. That's very, that's very Terry Pratchett of you. I dig that. It's very wacky. It's yeah. very wacky. And, and my artist, George, he really, he really goes there. That's he goes awesome. to some cool places. So that was fun. That was a fun one. I'm so excited to see that one out there to more eyes. That's cool, man. And so you've got all these projects going on, Dead Astronaut, and you've got the Tales of the Dead Astronaut, you've got a game of doubles, and then you're also promoting your brand new Kickstarter, yes? I have I have the killer now that is on Kickstarter for another five days. It ends okay. Friday. Um, that is, it, it's a special book. It's a 60-page a hardcover. It's with um, an Italian artist, Attila Schwanz, and he is very much in the style of like, um, you know, a Bill Sienkiewicz, but more recently kind of a Martin Simmons, a very like um, Department of Truth style mixed yes. media kind yeah. of art. And that's really, that, that one just blows me away each time, every time I get a page from him. But that's like a Yakuza hitman who is also a serial killer who likes to eat the hearts of his victims. He's kind of demonic. Okay. Up against a, um, an old man who was the head of a security company that is about to set up surveillance all over the world. And the hitman is tasked to taking him out. And what he finds is this old man is pretty worn, pretty aged, but he is also deep down a samurai who was ready to commit harakiri that night okay there's a big clash between survival and the past and games and just a vicious bloody fun game now this is this is very different from two brothers who play tennis and very different very like so you are all over the place here with this but but they're very much uh all my books are, and believe me i don't mean that in a negative way like please no, don't take that way. negatively it's a great way i yeah. i really enjoy kind of challenging myself with the need each next step mm-hmm. you know, finding an artist and seeing what first of all if they're available and i get well that's all there. it's always get the hard part right there. yeah and then um just seeing the, the way i can mesh my view of what i want comics to be be and feel like and what they do and just going all out mm-hmm. but at the core all my stories are like man versus man stories you know that makes sense I, I would say like this one is is almost like a batman story in many ways okay how everything is done i think it's a you know you can go to my instagram page which is space station z and i post a lot of the videos of attila working 
And the way this guy paints and creates these pages, they have so much texture and they're just so dynamic. And I know that the things that I've shown are only like, a, they're only the beginning of the story. And once people see like the full book and how this thing looks, it's, they're going to be blown away. Yeah, it's pretty. That's thanks to him. I will say the art style on this is that it's very unique. There's not really a lot of stuff out there like this. It's, it's, There's it's not. It's chaotic. It, it's it's almost like multimedia. Some of it, it too. So it's got it like is. a it's got like a David Mack vibe to it. If that makes sense. Uh, where it's very it's very strong design and kind of but like the heart that our, our our I guess our hero is eating on page two at one point looks like an actual like cutout of a picture yeah. from like an anatomy book of a human heart so it's really all over the place it's very diverse and, then, and kind of cool and then page four which is a setup to the house that the whole story takes place in it's uh like a giant modern house on the beach and there's you see the killer's footprints go through the sand and yeah away and he used like actual sand he went to the beach he poured sand on it it's just beautiful <laughs> it's just beautiful i love it that's cool i dig that yeah. Now, um, you're doing a lot of cool stuff, man. Like you're just, you're, you're kind of, I, I, I like the, the, I like your approach to this because Kevin and I have a similar approach. Like you don't want to get tied down in a single style. You want, yeah. you want the reader or your audience to be kind of surprised by your concepts and your ideas and what you're doing. I think that's very cool. Like, and that's clearly by design. Yes. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's just creating cool comics and comics that I want to see. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts. It's I'm yeah. creating it for myself. Um, and it, it is, it's, it's challenging yourself, making yourself like not sit and just do the same thing over and over again. Yes. That's easy. You know, and especially with, Kickstarter affords you the ability to reach out to people that you never would have been able to reach out to in the first place. That's true. It gives you the kind of audience that you are, you know, you can only get so far just telling people about your book. They get to see your book. They get to feel invested about the book. You know, I see a lot of people that are just super excited about the book and that excites me even more. You know, it's just that community that builds into it. Yes. But that allows me to challenge myself with each project because I know that I can find the audience that would be interested in this thing and I could create something that is technically for myself, but also for everyone at the same time. Oh, exactly. Now, let me ask you this question. Um, You're doing something that is based in like Japanese culture. It sounds like a very kind of uh ambitious project how much research did you do going into that like did you are you one of those guys that just kind of like pours over source material to find you know interesting tidbits or how, what, what is your relationship like with with something uh, like that i'm just like an obsessive yakuza crime film and okay. samurai film nice. lover. so i've seen them pretty much all i i know that this is always something that i wanted to tackle mm-hmm. and i pitched it to attila he came back with some character designs that were perfect. So I just, I committed myself and ran forward to it. That's awesome. So yeah, just, I rewatched a lot of stuff that I knew I had in mind. And I read some more stuff that I was trying to just feel out a little bit more and how I wanted to structure things. Mm-hmm. But overall, I just, these stories sit in your head for so long, you just kind of got to run forward with them. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I dig that. So like, how did you get into 
comics as a medium like as a kid did you have like an older brother or a parent or did you no. just kind of stumble across it yourself when when we grew up my my dad owned a bakery and on that main street what what was the dad's what was what, what was the bakery the bakery known for like what did you sell the most of like what was uh, your speciality i mean he was a, he was a real baker you know okay. like uh real he he boiled his bagels really uh, yes that was a big thing is that the trick that's the trick to new york style bagels is you got to boil them i don't most people don't do it but they're the best tasting bagels you boil okay. them first and then cook them there's just something about them that is on another level well that's what all the new yorkers always talk about it's the new york that's, yeah it's the new york water and i've never right. understood that because i didn't know it with the water here so because you're i just see i didn't know you were boiling the bagels in the water i just thought they meant the water for the dough but they're so like most so, so your dad was one of the guys that's boiling the bagels like that's yeah. that was his thing yeah he had this big boiler kind of pot mechanic uh-huh boil it boil the he would make the bagel and then he would put it in the boiler and then he would put it in the oven from there. And it's, most people don't do it. And it was the best tasting bagels. You know, what's your favorite kind of bagel? Uh, I'm a, I'm a poppy seed guy. Right. I can go everything, but an egg bagel, you can never go wrong. With. I've never even, what's this egg bagel? I've never had egg an bagel. egg bagel. I, just a yellow bagel. I don't think there's anything much different to it. It's Is it so just a, just plain? Yeah, it's just plain. Oh, I've never heard it called an egg bagel. I've, I've heard it called plain bagels, but I've never oh, heard it called plain. Bagel. There's plain bagels. Uh huh. And then there's egg bagels. What's an egg bagel? It's like a yellow bagel. Why is it an egg? You're not. Why do I they? Call I don't know. I don't know. It's just, what they call it. it's just what they call it. But you're the son of a baker, man. Don't you got to know all the mean tricks? I learned those things. So what your I dad says there was a comic shop on the street, and that's where I was going. Ah, okay. So your dad didn't. I picture your next book is going to be about. An old man trying to get his son into the bakery business. No, not at all. He didn't pressure you like, son, you got to take the mantle. No. You got to. He, he got to a point and he sold that business as quick as he could. Oh, yeah, okay. 10 years, he was done. Oh, so he wasn't like, he didn't bake forever. Like it wasn't like he no. started. Yeah. The funny part is he has, uh, he, uh, he owned the bakery for like 10 years. He grew up and he worked for his brother-in-law who had owned it previously. So he'd been in it for a long time. But when he sold it 20 years ago now, he hasn't baked anything since. That no. sounds that sounds like something you'd write. Like he, he walked away from you know, he walked away from baking. No regrets. Yeah, right. Like I just can't. And then something's gotta bring him back into the bakery world, maybe. I don't think anything would. Maybe you could do it like over the top. Like maybe, you know, there's like a bakery contest that he's gotta win because he needs money to save like a family member for an operation or some shit. Copyright Jonathan Thompson. Yeah, there you go. This has to be before GoFundMe because then they could just do a GoFundMe. But this would be what people would do before GoFundMe is they would get back into baking. It has to. Yeah, yeah, yes. To win like a competition. Yeah, yeah. Against his former rival. Yeah. We didn't have rivals back then. Come on. There wasn't like another was bakery. Deli, but a deli is a deli. It's not a bakery. It's two, two different things. No. But there wasn't like another bakery that your dad was like, man, fuck those dudes. Like my 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 no. buns are better than those. Nothing? No, no. Oh, that that I doesn't. Think was, I think he was selling bagels to them. That doesn't sound very Long Island. Because all I know of Long Island, it's a lot of like, F that dude. I don't like that guy for some reason. Look we at are, his face. We are very much that way. We're just further out. So okay. we're less that way. Right, we're, less, we're less on top of each other. 
Okay. So, so there was a comic shop on the same street that your dad's bakery yeah, right, was. Right on the main street. It's still there. Really? It's crazy. They actually have moved into a bigger place. Nice. But it was also like the place where everybody would go play magic cards, uh, you know? So okay. it was back then, you know, but, and I was never good at magic. So I would just hang out and like read all the comics. So that was, that was my love sparked. Now, when did that happen? Like what age was that? That was probably between like 10, 12. Okay. Makes sense. You no, know, early. Yeah. You know, finally like pulling open a comic book and, and reading it. But there wasn't like a trigger for you. There wasn't like, you was just hanging around and like, you don't want to smell like, around. you don't want to smell like bread anymore. So you walked into the comic shop. Comic shop. Yeah. You stare at the magic card, the overpriced, like $15, $20 Shivon dragon card. And then <laughs> you look at the electric blue Superman and you're like, okay, I want this. All right. I dig that. So then, so, so you, you started reading comic books and then you just decided like, Hey, I can do this. Is this. Well, I, I always like drew as a kid, but I, when, so my dad, he gave, he sold bagels to the local golf course. Okay. And at the local golf course was an old man who would be there every day golfing and drinking cocktails. And he was Al Pastino, the Superman <laughs> artist. Oh, that's so awesome. Okay. I met him as a kid and he gave me, I don't have it here. But he gave me like a, he drew Superman for me, like Superman, like Silver Age Superman fighting Lex Luthor. That's awesome. That was like the coolest thing ever. Of course, when I got it, it was pristine. Now it's a little worn for wear because you shouldn't shouldn't give a 10 year old that. Yeah. Frame it right away. My wife got a nice frame for it. So I have it. That's awesome. But it was like one of those things where when, you know, you meet someone that actually had done it, had done Mm -hmm. it, it was really it opens things up a lot. Yeah. He was, he did like two pages in the, the wedding album issue. Okay. So that was even more cool. Cause it wasn't even just like some old guy that used to draw Superman. It was like, Oh, he just did two pages in this book. Like, awesome. which is very cool. So that really... was one of those things I was like, Oh, this is awesome. That's really so neat. one of those things that I've always followed. I've always bought way too many comics every Wednesday. And then, you know, I finally pulled the trigger during this whole, mess of a pandemic year that's when you decided to jump in yeah yeah interesting you know because a lot of times you just it was probably right before the pandemic when i started just going for it and i found george the artist for tales and when i found him we just started with little stories at first Mm -hmm. and then that blossomed to kind of you know challenging myself to do more and more you know then i did Burn Residue, which was my first Kickstarter, which I did as a three-issue series. So I wrote 96 pages of comics then. Nice, okay. And then I was just like, you ju- it just becomes an addiction. Yeah. And you start coming really up with different artists. You start playing around with different things. You know, especially once you get friendly with certain artists, you can feel more relaxed to test things out, mm-hmm. try things out. Like my artist for Burn Residue, Rossano Piccioni, he's Italian also. We're working on other things and we can just go back and forth and say, hey, you know, what if we do a story this way? What if we do a story that way? What are you interested in doing? And that's what makes it really fun. That's cool. Now, where do you go to find um, to find your collaborators? Um, Ros- uh, George, I found on Facebook, just okay. from posting like, an ad looking to do an artist for like a one to two page comic. Mm-hmm. And then we blossom. 
And then Rosano, I saw post stuff on Instagram and I reached out to him. Oh, cool. And that worked out. And then the same thing with Ryan uh, for Game of Doubles. I reached out to him. We were following each other and kind of wanting to do something together for a while. And then Attila is actually part of Rosano's kind of group in studio. Italy. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So I, re- I said, you know, give me this guy's stuff because I'd saw some of the books he was doing in Italy and it just wow. blossomed from there. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Imagine how people used to do this without the internet. Crazy, right? Like how did this happen yeah. before the internet? And because I remember, I mean, I remember meeting artists and trying to find people back on like Deviant Art way back in the day where you'd have yep, to like- I've been there. Yeah, you'd have to like stroll Digital through all the, the models and the photographers yeah. that were up there. Like, yeah, yeah, it was it was tough, but it's just, it's so weird to me. I always wonder like, how did people used to do this way back in the day? Like, how did this happen? But but you're doing it and you've only been doing it for a year, but it seems like you're having a lot of success. This is what your third Kickstarter this year, fourth? This is my third. This is my okay. Third, which is it's fun. Like, like I said, it's it's fun, the community. It's fun when I see people cross over uh-huh. from one campaign to the next. It makes you feel like you're doing something right. Yes. And then, you know, seeing new people and figuring out like how they found things and how they've come to it is always interesting to me. Cause I'm really not even sure where most of these people come from and oh, yeah. I love it. you're not it's crazy uh it, it's just it's fun to see someone see what you're doing because you know we post the first couple pages first five pages or whatever to kind of hook people in so they see the art they see the style they know what they're getting for the most part but they still don't know completely yeah you know and and they're trusting you as a creator to try and you know to make sure you get it to them Mm -hmm. so it's interesting and really reaffirming to see people you know go all in for you yeah no and this was the most challenging kickstarter so far uh you know we had to raise a lot you know we're still we have five days to go and we still have like a little less than halfway to get there but you know uh, attila is a -a one-of-a-kind artist and all the money's going to him. Yeah, right. Tell me about <laughs> well, it. I'm I'm just trying to not lose money, which I haven't been successful with yet. Yeah, that's, that's not. Okay. You're not gonna. That's, that's not, not gonna happen. Like yeah. I've been I've been doing this a long time. You're not. You're always losing. Yeah, you're, you're always, always losing. And it's perfectly fine with me because yeah. the reward is getting the comic that you wanted in the first place. Yeah, no, it is like well, you, get to, really you get to you get to make something. Reward. Yeah, exactly. It is. There's there's not there's I say there's three there's kind of three stages of joy in creating comics it's when you get the art back from the artist and then it's when you send the comics out to the people and then it's when you see people post about the comics and how much they enjoyed it so you get that like that three rush actually there's probably one more and that's when you first get the comics in yeah and yet you know after it's sitting on your computer screen for so long and now you have it in your hands it's so awesome. No, it I is. Love it. No, like getting getting new pages is always like Christmas Day. Getting pages is I don't know how people complain about their pages and treat artists like crap because every time I get my pages, I am so excited. Yeah, no, I feel the exact same way. It's like woohoo! You know, this is the best thing ever. We're doing it. You know, but it is. It's a lot. Making comics is pretty great, man. And I'm and I'm glad that you're 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 in the family. I'm sorry. I said I'm glad that you're in the family. I'm glad you're doing this. Like this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 a it's a tight knit community. I've noticed like you're super active on Kickstarter. You've only done three um, campaigns, but you've backed like almost a hundred projects. Is that something that you? My wife just walked in the room. Don't let her hear that. Okay, I'm sorry. She he's back like four, (laughs) but 
Is that something some great stuff out there? I mean, I've gotten some great comics through Kickstarter, like some of the best ones I've read, you know, Jordan Thomas's work with weird work mm-hmm. shots, and now he's got um, Frank on the farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. You know, um, the the Oz books. Yeah, yeah, the OZ. We just had David Peppos on the podcast. Yeah, what a guy. He's great. He's yeah. great. He does great stuff. Yeah. So it's it's fun to get all these things. And then, you really know, you have, you have friends that are doing stuff too, and you like to encourage them to keep going also. You know, I have a friend, um, Ben Perkins. He has his first book up, uh, the heavy issue one. Mm-hmm. About, uh, I think it's going to end around the same time. Check that one out. It's okay. awesome. Look at you. He's a you're, great guy. You're but using it, but, you, but it's nice that, but I mean, I think that's the cool part about Kickstarter because that's the thing that I was going to ask you. Like, how do you feel being on the platform? Do you feel like you're in competition with these other books? But clearly you don't. You're just like, yeah, man, yeah. It's, it is what it is. You know, it's, it's always exciting to see people like nail it. And, you know, Ben is a person who I've seen be hesitant about doing it mm-hmm. and I know a lot of us have encouraged him go for it go for it go for it because you're gonna you're gonna nail it yeah. and he nailed it and it's awesome because I'm I want to see him do more and I'm excited to get my version of it that's awesome you know it's uh, I do get addicted to seeing cool stuff and backing it you know like I saw you guys project I saw dust pirates and I was like all right I'm in right away this is this looks awesome we appreciate that very much and you have a hard cover yeah Dang. yeah yeah that's impressive you're not you, you, you why hardcover you just felt like that was the best way to present the book um, i kind of yeah. i'll definitely always lose money because i always want to create the best looking book possible uh-huh. that's really where i end up um when i did burn residue i offered a tier that was just a trait of all three issues and then as we put the book together, I was like, well, why am I just making it a trade? Like all of a sudden, then it became a hardcover. So now like, and that hardcover just looks so beautiful. <laughs> I had to keep going for it. Like it couldn't just be a soft cover trade. It felt like you're cheaping out, you know, especially with this kind of art. I just wanted it to be another beautiful hardcover. All right. I dig it. it you know, I know I, I'm sure some people see the price on the Kickstarter because I think it ends up to be like 45 bucks, uh-huh. but it's going to be like one of the most beautiful things you could ask for. And it's a hardcover. Yeah. And, and I think a hardcover, it's you can justify that more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. You know, I try to I always try to price fairly when mm-hmm. I do things like Game of Doubles was really cheap. And yeah. that's kind of one of the things that made it tougher to get to our goal yeah. is that, you know, you get 10 backers in a day, but you probably only made $60 because yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a $6 yeah. book. But, you know, it, it's so important. No, it is. And I, and I like the fact that you're not, you're trying to let the work stand on its own. Like you're not offering a bunch of tchotchkes and a bunch of BS. No. It's like, this is the book. This is what we're doing. Get on board. Yeah. Well, I dig that. Hold on one second. I'm going to mute you for a second. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. It's no big deal. I've, my son has been walking in and out of the um, the picture on Twitch nonstop. So I get what happens. Sometimes the life gets in the way. Before we were doing this, I was just outside cleaning up my yard for our puppy. We have a bunch of stuff everywhere. I hope I didn't get poison ivy. Hey, Kevin. Hey. We're talking to Jonathan Thomas 
excuse me, Jonathan Thompson. He is the writer and creator of the book, The Killer in the Dead of the Night, which is live right now on Kickstarter. And Kevin, I got to tell you, it's a hardcover. Oh, Jonathan Thompson's trying to get my money right away. He is. I told Kevin, because Kevin is a sucker for a hardcover. Like he likes, Kevin likes, he's a sucker for cornrows, manicured toes, and hardcovers. Like that's his jam. Like Kevin does not, that's his thing. Yep. I want to look distinguished. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, you got to create like the most beautiful looking book as possible. That's where I always end up, you know? Well, um, I mean, is there, so you've got a book in previews right now. You can go to previews, source point press. How is it working with source point? You like work with, with those dudes. They've been real nice. They've been real good to us. You yeah. know, it took us a while to get the book together and they were patient and good to us. And I'm super excited to hopefully do more with them. That's cool. I love their mentality because they just have this like very punk rock. All right, get in the van. We're going to go sell comics and, you know, we're going to the next town. We're going to sell more comics. And like, it's a, it's a really cool, it's just a cool vibe I get from those dudes. Like I really enjoy the way they, they kind of do things. And I mean, you got your first published book already. You've been doing this for a year. I mean, you're making, that's great. You're making me and Kevin look like Schmohawks over here. Well, we are Schmohawks over here. I mean, that's why I picked you guys. That's why I made sure I got on here. Because so you, we're Schmohawks? Yeah. Exactly. So, you, like, so, you, so you'd look better. I mean, I like, look how you. talented I am compared to these bozos. Yeah. These guys yeah. write books about anthropomorphic shark men. Screw them. I mean, I'm into that. And I'm into <laughs> that so. Well, that's cool, man. So um, we're probably going to post this tomorrow. So on this will go up on on Tuesday. So there'll be about three days left to back yeah. the killer in the dead of the night. Jonathan, where can we find you on Kickstarter and all that? I'm mean, excuse social me, media. On, on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Social media. The honestly, the best place to follow me is on Instagram at Space Station Z. We post a lot of cool stuff there. You can see the process videos that we've posted. You could really see how Attila is working. It's phenomenal. And then Twitter, Commander of Zed. Um, Twitter's a hellscape, so it doesn't always, you know, things get lost. But who is Zed, and, and and why are you his commander, or their commander? I am just the commander of the space station. Oh, the space station is Zed. That was that was the brand to start with, and that's the brand to stick with. There I got you. Space yeah. station Zed. Now, um, it's funny that you mentioned that Twitter is a hellscape because, yes, it took us a very long time to even put this together. Like this yes. interview, just like going back and forth, like, all right, dude, I'm free here. I'm not free here. I'm free here. It's a, it's such a it's such a uh, a pain in the butt ski sometimes, you know? Yeah, we got there. Yeah, we here we are now. It happened. It did. Except yeah. for, for me, like I messed it up. Yeah. Like that's normal. Like that's my job here. But you, you're, a, you're a working man, and you don't work normal business hours. You don't have no, bankers' don't. hours. You where the chips go, you go. You know, so yeah. we get it. it yeah. It's understandable. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. Of course, thanks for being it was on. Fun chatting with you guys. Yeah, man, it was, we had a good time. Jonathan Thompson, his book is live on Kickstarter right now. Just go to uh, Kickstarter search "The Killer in the Dead of the Night," and you, yes, you can get yourself a copy of his book. We really appreciate you coming on, and uh, keep an eye out for uh, what was it, Dead Dead, dead Tales, Astronaut? Tales from the Dead Astronaut. Tales from the Dead Astronaut. You stop in your store this Wednesday. Open up that previews. Tell them you want it. Boom. That's that simple, baby. Jonathan, thank you so much. Have a great night, guys. You too. too.
was Jonathan Thompson, his book. The Killer in the Dead of the Night. Uh, which I just backed on Kickstarter. That's why I was going to check my Kickstarter. A Killer in the Dead of the Night is live on Kickstarter right now. You can back yeah. that thing. Got about four days left to get in on the goodness. He did a book called, I was talking to him about Game of Doubles that he did about like two brothers. Like I backed players. that. So did I, because it sounded it like- cool. Exactly. It sounded like something that like, oh, this is perfect. Like I was really excited about the way that book turned out. So- yeah, it's pretty neat, man. So this, this guy's doing some cool stuff. We were happy to have him on the podcast. Um, it was a lot of fun. It's a special edition of the podcast. It's out on a Tuesday because he's only got a couple days left on his Kickstarter. So believe that. We really appreciate him coming on and being a part of the pod. And uh, yeah, man, I guess that's about it. We'll be back Monday. We have to record another show, which I guess we're doing Almost back-to-back shows. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to do we Tuesday. Can't stop, won't stop. So I mean... There's a reason why we are the most electrifying entertainers in comics. No, that's Liana Kangas. That's not us. Well, we can pretend. No, she, we, we can't. We can't pretend? No, she's head and shoulders. Well, we're just, but, but we're like the, the, the most electrifying tag team in comics. No, because Matt works with, they're together. So like, oh, we're just, we're just happy to be here. That's not true. Just happy to be here. And we're happy that you were here. So Can we fight in- them? No, I know, Kevin. <clears throat> Stop. So be here next week where we have more Word Bros. And we'll talk to you soon. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. TheWordBros.com. <laughs>